0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. True Math Fitness, the best place for you to work out the best workout and the best version of you. Superbook Sports, download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code A2Z. That's A-T-O-Z in the Superbook Sports app for all their great odds boost and promotional offers. So the sh- the uh, the thread that I'm going to share with you tonight is current uh, courtesy of Warren Sharp. As I mentioned, he's on the forefront of predictive analytics in the NFL. And so he starts with this as a means of teasing uh, the section that he's done on the Titans in his 2023 preview guide, which, by the way, I have uh, in route to my my house on pre-order because I'm always interested in what Warren has to say, just as I always get the football... Outsiders, uh, upcoming season, Almanac. I think both are really, really good resources to get you ready for another football season. So here Warren Sharp says, I spend a lot of time objectively researching every team each offseason, looking for the good and bad as open-minded as possible. But one thing I will never be talked off of is my belief that Todd Downing was a double agent trying to make life difficult for the Titans offense. So this is a sentiment that many of you can empathize with, right? You felt that Todd Downing was a double agent for your football team all year long. Here is somebody who's got facts and statistics to back those, that argument up is laying it out on social media in a concise way. So he goes on to say, on first downs, Tennessee had the second highest run rate despite defenses stacking the box at the fourth highest rate. Unsurprisingly, the runs ranked fourth worst in efficiency, but nothing stopped the Titans from running into loaded boxes. Not even the fact that first down passes ranked number three in efficiency for Tennessee. So when they chose to throw on first down, they were as efficient as any team in football. When they chose to run it, on first down, they were met with a tremendous amount of resistance. This is something that we know about the Titans, right? This is something that we've been talking about for years at this point, and there's more tweets, more information in that thread that we're going to share with you here in just a second. But the thing that I want to uh, ask you, your Two Rivers Four take, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, what was the biggest source of the Titans' failure last season. Let's talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. While you guys give me your submissions, I'll remind you that Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go for the best in customer service and award-winning Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet has been doing it for 40 years, and they will go above and beyond to make the car buying process fast, easy, and fun. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at TwoRiversFord.com. So um, Bert is providing me the information on what the graph tweet says, because there is a graph that we will show you guys here in just a second. But when I ask you that question, what immediately comes to mind? Stephen King says Todd Downing. Excuse me, I got a cough. (coughs) A little tickle in my throat. Todd Downing, for a lot of you, injury, says Scott Trevathan, a really, really really good nominee. Downing, says Clement, his play calling set them behind so badly in games he never found a way to elevate the offense. And, you know, now this is proof of concept. So here is what uh, the graph lays out for you at this point, and I appreciate Bert for providing me the the information here. (laughs) Look at this photograph. Yes, quite well done. Chad, is it Chad Graff? No, Chad Graff is the Patriots beat writer I had on the radio show today. What's the name of the uh, Nickelback lead singer? It's going to drive me crazy. Either way, look at this photograph. There it is. Give me the bigger one, please, and thank you, Robert. Okay, so here are the Titans as the third best passing offense in terms of efficiency. Here are also the Titans, the third worst rushing offense in terms of efficiency. What Warren Sharp says, there is no reason a team that sits where the Titans sit on this graphic should be running the ball at the second highest rate in the NFL. Absolutely no reason. We know that they are always going to be run heavy as long as Derrick Henry is on the roster. Chad Kroger, not Chad Graff. I had half of it right. Thank you. Daniel Craig, I appreciate it. Look at this graph, says Derrick West. Yes, you have the chat singing along. Excellent work by Burt. Um, so with that being said, the biggest source of their failure seems to be the predictability and the predictability, not just in terms of play calling, but the predictability in terms of tendencies with Todd Downing and the offense, that's where they sit ultimately. Now, I do think that the injuries, the injuries are substantial. The injuries cannot be discounted. And I think that it's something that everybody should keep in mind. Quick reminder, speaking of keeping things in mind, that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. It's your dream address without the stress at garyashton.com. And this graph makes me laugh because not only does it come with the visual of the Titans being the third best passing offense in terms of efficiency and the third worst rushing offense in terms of efficiency, it also comes with this, the Titans on every third down. Stop giving me your toughest battles and the football gods from on high saying just pass the ball some on first down, not even all the time, just some of the time because you seem to be pretty good at it and yet you refuse to do these things. So Todd Downing ultimately, you know how much he's going to be responsible for their failures for the two years that he was running the show. I mean, it seems like he's going to get pinned off for a lot of it and It seems that a lot of that is fair, but I do think that the injuries are substantial. They should always be considered uh, in this conversation. But certainly, um, the offensive coordinator was there to elevate him, elevate them as a team, and ultimately, he was not able to do so. Let's move on, and let's talk about the biggest reason for optimism about the Titans in 2023. We'll get to that here in just a second. Derek West says, yes, our offense was bad. But he had us at seven and three. I think Buck could have called the second half of the season better. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that because I don't know nearly as much about football as Todd Downing for as many criticisms as you guys have of Todd Downing. But I do understand why you feel the way that you do. So what is the biggest reason for optimism about this team in 2023? Uh, Big Dog says, John Robinson basically traded all of the talented players. Um, Corey, uh, Clement Perry rather says Downing's offense doesn't allow from audibles for what I heard. I don't think that's accurate. I don't know where you heard that. It sounds like something that your aunt posted on Facebook. Um, I would say that, yeah, I don't think that's, that's what you're looking for. Daniel Craig says that Downing isn't here anymore. And it may just be that, right? It may just be that the Todd Downing, that you have a different offensive coordinator you don't know how much better Tim Kelly's going to be, but you know that he's not Todd Downing, right? You don't know how much better Andre Dillard's going to be, but you know that he's not Dennis Daly. I think the thing that comes to mind to, for me is going to seem like something that some of you probably don't agree with. But we'll get to that here in just a second right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. I love the personal training sessions at TrueMav. Their coaching staff is awesome. You'll love the group classes if that's something that's more your speed. You can always go work out in their open gym with any of their great membership options and work out at your pace on your time. So many great options, an awesome facility, and the best coaching staff around. Go to TrueMavFitness.com for those membership options and for your first workout free. Jeff Rubel says, is there optimism, Buck? Their outside skill is still trash. Yes, but I do think that there is a higher percentage chance that they have a coordinator who's going to put those not overtly talented skill position players in better positions to succeed. Now, you know, we won't have proof of concept of that until uh, we probably get to October and you've seen how this thing has played out. But honestly... And maybe, you know, maybe this doesn't do it for you. But I think the biggest reason for optimism that the Ryan Tannehill is coming back and seems to be completely healthy heading into 2023. I think he's their best chance to win meaningful football games this year.
1: All right, number 16. A little surprising because the sense is he's on the decline and he is dropping, but he only dropped by one spot this year, from 15 down to 16. Titans quarterback, who seems to be in his final year, he's far closer to Alex Smith than any of the other veteran quarterbacks with a rookie behind him with Tannehill, Will Levis. But for now, Tannehill good enough to be right in the dead center of all starting quarterbacks at 16. Why do you have him there? He's still really good. I mean, the one you know, you look at the Tennessee Titans, the thing I'd say right off the bat is Ryan Tannehill ain't the problem with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, you get down to the list of the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill doesn't come up to a long, long time down that list. He's one of the most consistent passers in the NFL. Rarely do I come away coming from a, watching a game on film of the Tennessee Titans going, oh, man, Tannehill and a lot of bad decisions. Oh, Tannehill, missed. he missed a lot of wide-open receivers and just couldn't throw the ball accurate. No way. That's where he's he's special in that department. He maximizes what they do on the offense. It's not sexy, Mike. He doesn't have a sexy personality, so he's kind of always that guy. You know, he's not a superstar either. So he's the kind of guy sometimes that you know everybody looks or ooh, I think we can do better, and I want to be all like, well, All right, well, be careful with that. You know, because all I know is, you know, again, this is where I'm here to do this. Hey, the support system around him last year was was not good. I mean, come on, most people can't even name a receiver on the Tennessee Titans football team. Let me ask people this. If you don't think Ryan Tannehill's good, how'd they look without him last year? I would ask people that. Oh, that's right. They couldn't even get first downs. They couldn't even throw the ball. They couldn't even do anything offensively. So that's where I respect him. He's a very good athlete. He's a better athlete than he shows. He needs to run more. He's too much of a statue in the pocket at times. He does not have a lot of variety of releases and all that, Mike. But he doesn't need a lot of room to throw in the pocket. And, man, he's a bullseye thrower. I mean, he hits the bullseye a lot. And that's where I uh, I really like Ryan Tannehill's game.
0: So that's Chris Sims on Pro Football Talk Live. And I know a lot of you are going to disagree with that. I think that a healthy Ryan Tannehill is his team's best chance at, like, actual success in 2023. He plays the most important position. He is... Um, you know, heading into, it's either 13 or yeah, 14 years in the NFL. He's a former first-round pick, and he's lasted that long. He's been a tremendous success, even if you think that he's limited or that he has a ceiling or all these things. And you may be, ultimately, you may be right. But 16 is, I think, a completely fair assessment of where Ryan Tannehill is in his career, given how badly the situation has devolved around him and you see how much that has dropped off as the talent has gotten progressively worse on this football team in the last three years. So Ryan Tannehill is my greatest source of optimism for the Titans in 2023. Like I said, you may disagree with that, but I do think that he is the thing that ultimately is going to be if they are to get themselves over whatever glass ceiling or get themselves through whatever glass ceiling they face in the playoffs. I do think that he's going to have a large role to play. So we'll see how that pans out. Either way, it's probably his last year in Tennessee. Then you don't have to deal with him anymore. Uh, Let's see some comments. Ryan Tannehill has added on some weights, his big dog. I don't know if that's the case. Daniel Craig agrees with me. Stephen King still wants to trade him. Um, William Jones says, once AJ got traded, this team went to shit. Yeah, because the quarterback doesn't have a good wide receiver anymore. Um, AJ is an incredibly successful incredibly high-level skill position player. He made Ryan Tannehill as good as Ryan Tannehill is probably going to be. They don't have another A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill's is probably not going to look as good with Traylon Burks or Kyle Phillips than he did with A.J. Brown. A.J. is special. But Ryan Tannehill helped make him special. Ryan Tannehill, some of the throws that Tannehill made when A.J. was on the team were immaculate. The thing that I never doubted, no matter how much time A.J. missed, is that when Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown were on the field, that thing was going to click. I, I often I often cite this game as an example of this, but the San Francisco 49ers game on Thursday night football. LaJuan couldn't play. Their backup left tackle got COVID that day. They had to start Dylan Radins, and Dylan Radins was a liability. They had all the reasons in the world to lose that game. And yet, Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown went out there and I won't say single-handedly won that game, but they were the greatest reason that that team won that game. Now, uh, Garoppolo threw some interceptions. Ultimately, the turnovers put them in positions to succeed, but I never, ever doubted the success of uh, the success of that pairing with A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill. Now they have to reestablish that with somebody to try and get back to, or at least as close as humanly possible by, to that. They may not be able to do so, but I do think that Ryan Tannehill, um, you know, Devion Jackson says, don't hate Tanny." I just think we've seen what he can do. He can get us to the playoffs. <clears throat> Excuse me. He can get us to the playoffs, but won't be able to win us a Super Bowl. Um, you know, like I said, if he can get you to the playoffs, then he can get you to the Super Bowl. Because at that point, um, The way that, and I think I've talked to you guys about this before, maybe that was on the radio show. I can't remember. Sorry, I'm talking a lot of places and I've got a bit of a head full tonight. So, not, I don't sound my best and I apologize for that as well. But um, NFL coaches, the way that they look at this, they're going to put together the best roster, roster possible to get them to the postseason, to win their division. Their goal is to win their division. If they win their division, it guarantees them a playoff spot. If they get into the playoffs, they are able basically to have just as good a chance as any other team left in the field to win the Super Bowl. It takes as much luck as it does skill. It's not about the best team at the end of the year. It's about the healthiest team, more often than not. Having the best quarterback, <clears throat> quarterback helps. Absolutely. Absolutely, having Patrick Mahomes Gives you the greatest advantage. I'm not going to dispute that with anybody. But nobody else has Patrick Mahomes, right? Josh Allen is kind of in the same situation that Ryan Tannehill is. Josh Allen can't break through the through the Chiefs either. Lamar Jackson is in the same situation that Ryan Tannehill is. Lamar Jackson hasn't been able to... Uh, has Lamar played in an AFC championship game? I don't believe so. Think about that. You would take Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen instead of Ryan Tannehill in a heartbeat, we just went through an offseason where many of you advocated for Lamar to come uh to come to Tennessee yeah. uh, Stephen King says Buck has a furball yeah I'm I, my throat is hanging on for dear life, which is unfortunate because I've got a Vegas trip this weekend but uh no radio tomorrow for me so maybe I'll just sit in silence for the rest of the day you would take any of these players over Ryan Tannehill and ultimately they've had the same level of playoff success that Ryan Tannehill has had. So I would say to you, you know, just as Chris Simms said to you, careful what you wish for, because there's plenty of ways in which Ryan Tannehill is an incredible success for his draft position, for his position, and for the longevity that he's had in the league. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, Can he get you there? Yes. If he can get you there, he can win. He just needs more talent around him. Davion says, uh, drink some tea, Buck, uh, peppermint and honey. I did take a spoonful of honey before I came in here, and I do have tea. So I will do that. Um, Okay. Let's do a weekend bounce back before my voice gives out on me entirely. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And on Twitch, we'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by Superbook Sports. Superbook has the best odds, boost, and promo bets out there. They will always get you in on the action with all your favorite sports. They'll even match your first bet up to $250 with the promo code ATOZ. That's ATOZ, Z in the Superbook Sports app. Terms and conditions, superbook.com. Gambling problem called the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So, who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? I did not even know if it's going to be a bounce back in sports this week for me. Because the bounce back that continues to surface or really not surface at this point is everything that's going on with this submarine excursion to the Titanic that uh, it seems was all for naught. I was talking to both
1: Elon and uh, Mark last night.
0: You know what? This is the wrong video. Bert told me that he put in a different video, and I completely forgot. Apparently, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, are going to engage in a boxing match. That is in need of a bounce back desperately. I was talking to both Elon and uh, Mark last night. Both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. They both want to do it. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? And I said, I don't know. Let me ask him. I asked him, and he said, yeah, I'm dead serious. This would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world. Um, bigger than anything that's ever been done, it would break all pay-per-view records. These guys would raise, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars for charity. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a fight fan to be interested in this fight. You, you Everybody would want to see it. I mean, he's right. <laughs> I would totally pay money to watch Mark Zuckerberg and weird-shaped Elon Musk throw hands at one another. I don't know if it would be any good. I know it wouldn't be any good. Hell, Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather wasn't any good, but people still paid to watch it. So these people are just out here playing chess. We are uh everybody who will pay for that including myself will be worse off for it and uh you know ultimately if that's what help gets what helps get uh Elon's uh, Tesla stock pra- stock prices back up? Then we'll see. But uh, yeah, billionaires swinging on one another in the tech world. Why not? Celebrity boxing was a thing on Comedy Central with those weird, like, cartoon like clay cartoons they used to do or paper mache cartoons they used to do. <sighs> It seems that we have devolved into the actual idiocracy movie. And I I don't know if it makes me happy or makes me sad. Either way, I will be there. You guys, uh, the next time that we'll talk will be Monday night because there will be no primetime Sunday night. I will be in Las Vegas. Have a great rest of your weekend. Lucas will have you on the radio show tomorrow. Reminder that the uh, bowling event, the charity bowling event, coming up July the 13th, you can still get your tickets at 1045thezone.com. The video explaining the charity that we are working to help raise funds for, Home Street Home, is how we will end this video tonight. See you guys. Very important. I got my belly full,
1: and I got a nice place to sleep in my tent,
0: and they help me all the time. It's only about a crazy card that he has place people in my life for me not to experience some plights as others brother steve and his ministry are a blessing bottom line y'all fed me when i'm hungry i appreciate it you know uh, it's a, it's a blessing give us food give
1: us heat for the winter a caring orga- organization that, that cares for the people in the community, and just uh, feel, feel better about living. It means we ain't going to be cold this winter, because the folks take care of me. They've been providing us with propane, tents, food, hope, you name it, they got it. I don't know how I'd make it without them, tell you the truth. My name's Stephen Young and I'm the founder and executive director of Home Street Home Ministries. For nearly five years, I called this corner home. And during that time, I never saw one outreach worker from one organization. I stood here day in and day out wondering, do I matter? Does anybody really care? So when I founded Home Street Home, I did so with one purpose, and that was to make sure that we didn't leave anybody standing on the corner wondering, do they matter?
0: does somebody care? And that is why Home Street Home goes to where they are, wherever they are, in the city, in the outlying
1: areas, we go to them. And that's what Home Street Home means to me.